Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another special bonus episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. We are live from the VIP Lounge in Hollywood, California, from the Chinese Theater in this maze of a building uh, as the official podcast partner for the 19th annual Oscar qualifying Holly Shorts Film Festival. I am one of your three hosts. We are lucky enough to have kind of the whole team here, except for Jack, who needs to stay behind it all to get it streaming. And that is Brianna Wing, Haley Royal, and myself, Indiana Underhill, who are all founders of CFA. And we have two actors and a DP. Um, Sitting with me here today, uh, in addition, I will shout out that the Apogee uh, folks are here doing BTS. So you may see them dart in and out, which is all the more exciting thing about show business that we're doing today. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for those hype mics. Sitting with me today from Mahogany Drive is Jarrah Milligan. Thank you. Did I do it right? Yeah, you did it right. Usually when people get silent. Um, that's when I know they're trying to say my name. So oh, you were you were perfect with <laughs> awesome. it. Awesome. You know I mean? And you're the director, actor, and co-writer of Mahogany Drive, yes. correct? Yes, I am. Very cool. So there's a lot to dive into here. It, it's a couple things. Awesome. But I have to say, your shirt is phenomenal. I just wanted to be on record <laughs> yeah. that this shirt is a very classy shirt, Nice. My I agree. It like, has know? a knit vibe to it Sensei. and all that. Scoot in yeah. here. Show you know, everyone your like shirt. Behind, in. Like, I know the behind the scenes gets just to be on the scenes. Show that shirt, bro. That's a very nice shirt. Yeah, you thought you were going to be back behind the scenes the whole time. Not when I'm here. (laughs) Good. Um, So, Gerard, let's talk about um, director, actor, co-writer. First time directing acting? It is. I I come from the sketch world. So, my comedy partners and I, we came from sketch in New York, doing stuff on stage. We did a lot of stuff. We had a sketch show on Netflix. But I think sometimes um, comedy doesn't get the respect it deserves so i just wanted to direct yeah. something that shows like we can do more than four minutes right. of content yeah yeah and mahogany drive we i want to dive into all of the nitty-gritty of it what is it about let's start <laughs> us off <laughs> uh our film is about three black guys who wake up and find that the airbnb only kills white women very exclusively uh, um, only but only. it kills many people it, but it, it is it's only, only it is white only women. white women mm-hmm. um and we wanted to have a film because we feel like there was a point where myself and my friend John, who's a very tall guy, very tall, innocent looking guy, we both lived in New York. And I was saying one of my biggest fears is if I'm walking home late at night and there's like a young, cute white girl in front of me, I have to cross the street because I don't want anybody mm-hmm. thinking that I'm trying to like rob somebody. Right. Yeah. John has very curly hair, very innocent looking, said the same thing. And I'm like, this is insane if you feel the same thing. And then we were trying to figure out what to do for, we were pitching a show. Yeah. And our friend James goes, what about we're in a hotel and it's just like a white woman on the floor. And we we were like, that makes no sense. Like, wow, like <laughs> that makes no sense. We really made fun of him. So I feel bad about it. And then maybe 10 minutes later, John goes, but but why would why would the hotel have a dead white woman? Like, would it be more? Is it like for a reason? And then because of that, we started going into like, how does this make sense? Is it more about gender than race right. and kind of like wanted to make sure it was more than just surface level stuff wow so let's talk about how you worked with an incredible dp yes who i know very very well because she was in my year at afi and that is yeah. veronica bauza who has two mm-hmm. other films as yes well here which is great all the success we champion her can we talk about how you dealt with such themes yeah. through your visual language what was important the thing that was really good is which is crazy. Um, downstairs before I was waiting to come up here, I ran into our producer who was a friend from acting class back in New York. Um, she came out here to go to grad school, met Veronica last minute on a short film, 
and I really am big on like women and people of color. And she was like, cool, I got it. So Blaine Morris is her name. She hired Veronica, introduced me to her, and Veronica happened to live down the street. Like literally down the street. And the beauty of her is is that she is one of those cinephiles but also likes very weird things as Mm -hmm. well. So she would come over with a laptop and we would just watch YouTube. Yeah. Like, because my biggest worry was our script, we didn't have a lot of money and I knew we were doing it kind of in one room. So it was like, how do you make sure it's not just guys talking in a room? Right. So, uh, you know, we modeled it after like some, you know, old Hitchcock things and like Three Stooges because I feel like these guys are one person but not a smart person. Um, so we tried to make sure we blocked them always. Literally, we tried to block them always in the same frame, or you would see them kind of rotate in and out of, based on who had the power. So you see two of us against one, or to swap the two against another, and we kind of just did that constantly wow. throughout the film. Were these notes in, a, in the script where you were like, the blocking changes here because now you have the power, and that was for that cast to remember? Or was it more like your setup would change with mm. blocking in order to change who had the power? It wasn't in the script. It wasn't until Veronica and I were trying to figure out how to make it fun. Literally, yeah, it was right. like, how do we make this fast and fun? And then... Um, once we got on set, we were able to like kind of block it out with everybody. So it was kind of always knowing what we wanted it to look like. And then uh, John and James, I've been at both of their weddings. We've known each other for like 10 years. So um, I was able to, they just listen. So I think they would always ask questions. And if I was in the scene, I would have Veronica or Blaine be able to tell me if it looks good. And because I know comedy, I know if it sounds good, if that makes sense. Wow. What sort of conversations are you having to make sure that, yes, these themes have gravity Mm -hmm. to them and you want to make sure that comes across, but you also want to make sure it's fun because it is a comedy? I think we always push for fun, but I think luckily on set, just a shout out to Blaine, um, this was not me, but all of our department heads were women. So basically the men were outnumbered, so there'd be certain jokes that like we thought were funny mm-hmm. and then we were very quickly told uh-uh. no <laughs> no and, and it was one of those things where like i, I think it's the beauty of being in, in entertainment especially in comedy stuff i feel like here i feel like women are more brazen which i love so like there'd be times on set that there's a joke at the end of the movie where we thought was hilarious it was like an improv joke we thought it was hilarious someone stops me and goes hey um it's not funny if every woman is gay if they just don't like you. Like, they just cannot like you, you know? And I'm like, right. but what do you mean? And she's like, no, one can be gay, but also they can just not find you attractive. And I was like, all right, yeah, mm-hmm. that hurts. <laughs> and then, you know, that changed how the, the movie ended. And I think you kind of have to have those checks and balances because I, I genuinely don't know. I think a lot of times our philosophy is it's easier to point fingers at someone else. So we try to right. make fun of ourselves a yeah. little bit. And the guys aren't smart in yeah. the movie they don't become smart they kind of double down and it's like sad to yeah. an extent but that's kind of the point of it yeah but yeah we needed the people like literally tessa tessa hirsch one of the actresses was like you can't we're not doing it and it made it better <laughs> so yeah. thank you tessa that's great <laughs> yeah as a director and writer what was that first pre-production meeting like with your cinematographer did you go in with shots already in mind or did you let your cinematographer come to the table and express their ideas or what was that first communication like veronica is very cool and like she has three films here mm-hmm. so i was nervous talking to veronica like i've done sketch but for me <laughs> I had ideas, but as I was saying them, I kept getting nervous that she was going to think they weren't cool enough. (laughs) I was like, she's going to think this is so dumb. But the beauty of her is that she was, there'd be ideas I had about how the shot should feel and like 
kind of intensity of the shot mm-hmm. and she's like oh what about this example and we would just sit and go back and go back and forth of like oh i kind of saw this in the movie and she would show me something else and we just did that for hours so i had an idea but i really leaned on her because i'm more of a i needed to feel this kind of way mm-hmm. how do we make sure that like people feel that without music playing yeah so my big thing was like people should be we should be able to control people's emotions without music enhancing it and she kind of and then Word. did you guys generate that shot list together or did you she she generated that shot list uh, after we did you it. we did together, together on my couch she wrote it up but we <laughs> i don't think she trusted me to write it because i'm very uh <laughs> like i have the ideas but i'm very not organized mm-hmm. organized chaos yes so beautiful. you know so she had her laptop we were going through it and she's like don't worry i will write it and just like <laughs> took it and left and when she came back it was great that's awesome. Uh, and did you right. shoot most of those things? Or oh, we shot happen? almost everything because we only had two days and not a lot of time. So for the most part, people think we improvised a lot in the movie, and we didn't. It was like we set up the shot. I let everybody do it once, um, like in rehearsal, and then we just did it a couple times so we thought it felt funny um, or loose. And if Veronica said we got the shot, I would do one more, and then we would just keep it moving. Now, it if was you're like, acting too, are you also yelling cut when the scene is done, or would you uh, let your first AD yell cut? I'm usually yelling. It was a little bit back and forth. Like, I would yell cut a lot. Um, yeah, actually, I would yell cut a lot. And then I would usually go back to Veronica and be like, how did it look? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, the big thing was like, because at a certain point, we were getting so behind just because of, like, you know, always. stuff. Yeah. It was yeah. always behind. I couldn't look at everything. Yeah. Right. So I was like, Veronica, you, if you tell me it looks good, it sounded good from for our end. Um, it felt good. And then, you know, luckily. Seal of approval. Yeah. I was like, yes. you just let me know. Yeah. Because again, she, you know, you meet somebody and they just talk to you and you're like, oh, you're so confident. Yeah. And it's like, you're so confident. I'm going to just rock with this. It's like, if you handle the shots and we already discussed it, I know we can handle the comedy. Yeah. And we already blocked it out. So I'm like, as long as it looks like what we practiced, we should be good to go. Yeah. Yeah. It it is really an exciting thing when you can pass off and have that trust between your collaborators because Mm -hmm. you know you can make a stronger story because Mm -hmm. of it. And so that's so wonderful. With the audience, how many uh, screenings have you had with an audience thus far? Oh, man. We've... I I tallied it yesterday. We... One, I didn't expect to submit to any festival. Like, I just didn't. But we've gotten into... 20 I think thank you um and I think the thing that's crazy is there's two screenings we had one was at Essence Fest which was like a predominantly black audience Mm -hmm. and one was in Stony Brook was a predominantly like older white audience and at Essence Fest it was people are talking like they're like this is crazy (laughs) and I'm like okay I expect that but when we got to when I got to Stony Brook it was a full theater and um it was so much chaos from these older white people. It was insane. It was wow. like, it was the first time and the only time I've ever been to a festival where I couldn't make it back to the seat because people were asking a lot of questions. Wow. Or like, also you realize the movie, we crap on dudes because like, we're dudes. We're fine. Yeah, yeah. We're fine. <laughs> and then <laughs> you would see a bunch of guys with their wives and the wives are like, Shh, what would you do? Would you pass the test? Would you pass? And then one guy goes, I mean, the science was a little off. And she's like, he's mad because he wouldn't pass. Fail, <laughs> fail. And I was like, oh, that was such an interesting experience. Because it was a, I don't know. I just didn't expect it to 
have that same kind of energy I mean there. it's so great that you can connect with so many different audiences as well yeah. because mm-hmm. that's the idea it's yeah. like you know it's like comedy can bring people together and but, also your messaging behind it can bring people together in a really beautiful way when you're successful at all the other genres so it's like yeah. it, that's awesome that's really exciting I didn't feel bad for this dude because you gotta realize he's like this older guy yeah. and like clearly his wife was hype like she yeah, was yeah, energetic yeah, yeah. walked up to me proud he's stumbling in the background it was good the sign was a little off fail and that's all you heard <laughs> <laughs> she made him walk up the steps first. So you just see this clearly seventy-something-year-old yeah. man head down, just like going to time out. Yeah. Yeah. She got a friend with her. I'm like, y'all having the best time of y'all life right now. Yeah. <laughs> like they're going to the bar. He's going home. I'm like, good for y'all. Good for this night. Wow. And so, <laughs> so tomorrow it's screening at Holly Shorts yes. at 10 p.m. Saturday. Yes, we are the final film of wow. the festival final uh, the final the film festival. which I have been freaking out <laughs> no you're gonna go out with a band yeah I'm like that's, that's not like amazing. just come you know it should be fun I, like listen I'm gonna go to a bar or something beforehand and yeah. then take us out into the night you know great. amazing great. well congratulations to thank Ra. you this is a really exciting thing thank that you. I'm so stoked to hear that it's screened at over 20 festivals thank and you. that you're like the closing night you're closing it shorts. cool I think you know I feel better now because I get when they sent it when they sent it I was like oh so that's the that's the <laughs> that's order we're doing we're, do, we're doing yeah, this that's, that's the thing yeah. <laughs> but so I feel okay this you're makes me feel better I feel good I feel great. Yeah, no, more confident it's great yes I feel way more confident because of that you get the final applause thank you honestly honestly now I'm happy I came this makes me feel great make sure you catch that screening if you're here at the festival the last one and again if you can't catch it in person you can catch it on bitfixtv.com nailed it yep awesome thanks Jara such a pleasure thanks for being here catch Mahogany Drive at all of the places just listed. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 This has been another episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. Follow us on wherever you listen to your podcast to keep up to date on new episode releases. We will be live through August 20th here at Holly Shorts Film Fest. If you're here, drop in and say a little hello at the VIP lounge. We also want to thank our sponsors, Apogee, Film Tools, Roscoe, Lightstone Rentals, Canon, and First Mile Tech. This is a special gift to you listeners. We partnered with We Make Movies to get you a discount on comprehensive production insurance packages. Use code CFA23 on your intake form for 10% off your quote by visiting wemakemovies.org insurance. If you missed any of our live streams, you can watch all of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Cinematography for Actors. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Cinematography for Actors. You can also catch us in a more formal setting on Monday, August 14th at Japan House for a panel discussion on the importance of bridging the gap between talent and crew. You can get 20% off.